In today's episode, the guys discuss why Kai and JB have been a little bit depressed because of Noah. Let's get it. Welcome back, everybody, to another wonderful episode of the TCC Show. My name is Kai. Should I let him intro me or no? And these losers don't want to intro to themselves. Thank you for coming and listening to yet another episode. We really appreciate it. Uh, we're just going to jump the gun and go right into it after, you know what? Merch I'm plug. JB. <laughs> Screw you. I'm Noah. <laughs> All right. You were going to intro us, so. <laughs> Noah, I have never. In- Actually, maybe I have. I don't care. It, it Merch feels plug. good to, like, shake it up a little bit, you know? Yeah, sure. Okay, what were you okay. saying? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have new hoodies and yes. shirts. Yes. Two fresh designs. Uh, one black on white. One is multicolored on black hoodie. Looks really good. Uh, we're super excited for you guys to try them out. And JB's working on something. JB, you should talk about it. Oh, yeah. Are you doing sweats? Are you doing hats? Are you going to do another shirt? What's your what's well, your plan there? We give him a lot of creative freedom <laughs> on this. And it turned out way better than I thought it was going to. Oh, good. Like, so I had this vision of a, of a hat, basically, right? Um, and if you listen to episode 100 and you listen to Warren's uh, section, you should all know that I'm a hat guy. Yeah. Um, me and Warren kind of like... Uh, I don't bonded. Know, well, yeah, we bonded over that. Um, Made out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, did you guys see Spotify much? video? Might have it. I'm just kidding, oh. dude. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I, that's why I opened Leaked Spotify images. earlier. <laughs> um, Spotify oh, is supposed to allow us to watch videos on it now. Wow. Um, when I go to Warren's episode, it should start playing a video. Wow. But it's not working. Yeah, it doesn't look like a video. Um, Maybe anyways. It might only Warren, be the web browser. You guys see Warren's like newest clothing drop? No. He did this, like, like uh, I don't know, like a Japanese robe type style oh, thing. Oh, I did see that. Did Whoa. you see how much it was going for? No. On his website? 248 No, no, no. $1,250. Like $1,250? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's fully custom. I mean, it is fully custom. Fully custom. It's literally like grandma's quilt quality, but in a like full on like robe. Bro, like, it's sick. Bro, I'm in. Like it's sick. But for twelve fifty, buy me it for Christmas. <laughs> That's hey. It's guess, his stuff. I guess Noah doesn't love else. me. I don't. I I TV. just don't. I'm not in. <laughs> Listen, I did a quick scan. I didn't even click on the item in the shop. Yeah. What? I'm sure that I could probably get better details, see where pockets are, mm-hmm. hear all about it. But yeah, because yeah. I mean, I've seen it from uh, the eye, man. That's that's a lot. That is a lot. Right. Sure. When when my this is this is gonna seem random. When my parents were getting married, uh, they spent like three hundred dollars total on the wedding, and most of that went into the wedding dress. Mm-hmm. Actually, most of that went into just dry cleaning the wedding dress. Anyways, the. Uh, they had friends who, you know, had a lot of money. And, and the guy came up to my dad and said, so what do you all want as a gift for the wedding? That's Dad thought, you know, racked his brain for a little bit, said, you know what? Just like robes. Like like bathrobes. The guy says, okay. 
and finds the most expensive robes he can. Wow. There's like special embroidered his and hers robes. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't know what happened to mom's, but dad has his and he, he would wear it all the time. And I didn't know it was like, that's where the robe came from. Cause it doesn't, didn't look like it was 20 something years old. Right. It looked like a year or two old, but it it's apparently really high quality and lasts really long. So I'm wondering if this robe would be a one-time buy and I'm never getting a robe again. <laughs> right, right. That's a good point. Also, if you wash it, it's probably not shrinking, right? I would hope not. Gosh. I mean, not. Warren doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's <clears throat> like, hey, I'm going to sell you this like cheapish product. So then... Well, even he said you know, like, when even it, his t-shirts are like high quality When stuff. it fails, you have to get another... Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the other thing right. too is I don't think... I think he's doing high quality stuff. Man. Yeah. I don't think he's. We hope he's doing high quality out. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. What was I saying? I oh, my idea. Yes. Your idea for merch. So my whole vision was a hat at first and I had this, uh, this just, it was middle of an episode. I think a couple weeks ago that I was just like, this is what I want to do. Got it. Light bulb. Wrote it down. Sketched it. I have a picture of this sketch that I literally wrote on a dry erase board and um, and then put it in a software and made this design out of it. Um, it's super sick. I showed the guys and, uh, I don't know if it's going to end up on a hat. I I really don't. I don't think that's what I want to end up doing for a hat. Yeah. Um, I think it's got more potential than that. Um, so could be a future shirt could be, you know, a one-off type deal. I don't know yet. Hear me out. First thought. <clears throat> What if it's the new logo? I don't think we need a new logo. I don't think we do either. <laughs> everybody's liking like the simple look, mm-hmm. the the super sleek, black and white, like nothing else going on, not too mm-hmm. busy. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason I say it. I mean, I think it'd be a decent icon. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But going through another logo just isn't good brand-wise. I know. If we ever do another logo it'll be a full rebrand with full name change right which i think we're due for at some point but new icon would be would be good yeah i liked what you what you had drawn up i do too i really like it i would like it on a hat Mm -hmm. or at least to see it yeah i don't know i might just send it to um who we've been working with and see what she can do with it and just go from there see if she can do a a one-off single you know test hat for us yeah which she said she'd do so i might try working with her on that um but my whole goal is like i like two panel normal hats right with typically like mesh backs or something like trucker style hats yeah um but trying to fit what she does on something like that because i'm used to dealing with embroidery stuff because i've designed hats before for companies and um just done very simple like um, simple logo and colors type stuff. Um, they always turn out pretty good because I, I, I have a, a vision of what I like. And if I don't like it, I know a lot of other people aren't going to wear it. But there's some people that just don't care about the hat, like where I'm the type of person where it's like, if I don't love it, I ain't going to wear it and I'm not going to buy it. Right. So that's what I'm trying to do with this is like make it something that's like, I want to freaking wear that. Right. You know? <clears throat> um, that's why I'm putting so much time and effort into it. So I got to kind of keep looking on, I'm going to keep thinking about another idea for a hat, but also not give up on 
the one that I have, even if we end right. up using it somewhere else. So, but yeah, it should be cool. I'm looking forward to it. Kai, what it's about exciting. you? How's your design coming along? You got something like super special in the works. <laughs> yeah. Well, JB is has his own design for something personal for him. I think you should get your own design personal for you. And then like on our site, we could have like Noah's sh- mm-hmm. socks. Kai's, <laughs> Kai's shirt. This JB's is hat. my sock. <laughs> right. I think that'd be cool. Uh, expensive cause, sock. Because otherwise my design doesn't make sense for our. It's true. <laughs> I like true. that. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I'm, I'm choosing something very close to me and I'm made into a graphic, but like, uh, compartmentalized and i'm gonna see if i can you know pull make, it off yeah make something look beautiful or more silly than anything yeah yeah but cool nonetheless i like it yeah i'll have to start thinking and chewing on some things it's kind of cool when you actually get something like an idea from a fucking whiteboard and dry erase to like <laughs> actual yeah. like product that you can see mm-hmm Excuse me. Um, I'd, I'd still love to get the the Hollow Earth versus Flat Earth shirts going, dude. I but it's a, it's, it's difficult. Fiverr Fiverr is a weird place, and I could go to like <laughs> some of my graphic design people, and you have some graphic design people. I know you've got JD well, some, I've and got some people now. Apparently. But but because <laughs> <laughs> but because the like the oh what am I what's the word I'm looking for. Everything right now is just super simple. Like that's right. what's in style. And so mm-hmm. to make like a whole ass graphic of people fighting in the hollow earth like we had planned, it just it does it does not turn out well. And and to like go onto Fiverr and look at people like some people get the vision, some people don't. So most of them are Indian people trying to make a quick buck. And they're and like, so they're what does hollow like, mean? <laughs> listening that much. And then you look at like some of the American artists and they're charging way too much or charging too much and not giving you enough. Like, hey, we'll give you, you know, three, three prints. We're g- That's it. We're going to try it three times. And after that, you pay us 150 bucks. Like, well, if you didn't land on what I wanted hmm. on the third try... I still have to pay you 150 bucks. We're not doing that. That's not fair. Like that's not how this goes. And you rather can't... you're you're trying to make them design uh, an NFT and right. buy it from them. Right, right. And so it's this like there's no checks and balances either within that community. It's the same idea with like Airbnb is like if you walk into an Airbnb house, you stay the weekend and then you leave and you never took photos before and after, then, you know, the homeowner can show up, break something and go, hey, Hmm. last tenant did that. Or the last tenant needs to pay the cleaning fee. It's like, I cleaned. It's like, it doesn't mean anything unless you've got photos. You can't say I cleaned because it's like, dude, he used beds. Right. right, (laughs) We we have professional cleaners come in, redo sheets, the floors. But you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Fiverr, like... I, I just know a guy who was in Airbnb for a while. So. Yeah. Who's yeah. to say that you didn't do this or this isn't good yeah. enough, you know? So... But, yeah. I I tried to figure it out. With all that to say, I tried to figure it out. Huh. We kind of got along the right track, but 
they're just pulling stock images and i was like no you need to draw me something please hmm. but that costs money <laughs> well speaking of you know staying places you gave me like a month or two worth of depression a while back yeah this was a while back it was uh gosh august i think was it really august? yeah mid-august you said october yeah. was your plan well man i think it was it could have even been closer to like july um but i definitely think you got like serious about it in august august talk Somebody, somebody. What happened in August? Oh, somebody, that's, <laughs> just, that's just when it was. Yeah, right. We're just right. talking time frame right and, now, and know? the audience has no clue what we're talking about. Right. Is, this was before the hundredth um, episode. Hundredth episode. I remember yeah. that being yeah. kind of a big deal. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. I did. I text you, or did I call you, or did I just tell you in person? What uh, happened? How did I let that slip at first? What I did I say? I can't remember. I can't either. Basically, I came to Kai, and I was like, hey, Kai, Malia and I are probably going to move. Yeah. Is that how it went out? Pretty much. And, well, the idea was COVID's been happening for a little while. Like a little while. Like a little <laughs> a little too while, yeah. if, I, if you know what I'm saying. Like people still make you wear masks here in Washington. Yeah. it. You can tell that it's... Uh, it's a liberal state, but also we're we're in a liberal state in a conservative region. Yeah, that's that's a yeah, it's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say that it's like the liberalness of it all. I think when something goes downhill, like uh, that, like is super like left policy, or even just like semi left policy. Um, other things tend to crumble because of it, and I'm very much Kai's very Kai has convinced me. I'll give you the credit every every <laughs> day you. of the week that um, less government is best government, um, and so Malia and I were just sat down one day and we kind of evaluated our options, um, and we're like, listen, this housing market is going crazy right now. We almost bought that house um that house didn't didn't end up because that was kind of the start of it right like the start of Mm -hmm. like the big plans um one of my old employer's houses okay he we talked about it on here i think we did Mm -hmm. he was selling it for uh like 40 grand less than what he could sell it for which is very generous yeah um at the time we just couldn't make it work uh, probably now if we would have bought the house, we'd probably make 75,000 on it if we were to sell it right now. Probably. Yeah. Um, does that make you regret not buying it? No, because I, it would have been rough. Yeah. It would have been rough. <laughs> I don't know if I would have been able to make that happen. And then like emotionally, mentally, yeah, logistically, all of it. And then to like lose my job or get, or get a new job. Oh, like soon right after, after you yeah. know um but i had we had looked at getting that house and then we were like the housing market is nuts right now it doesn't make sense to buy a house um and then we were like okay well like where do we want our kids to live and this kind of like started to like settle it in a bunch the homelessness is super rampant here 
and they had just decriminalized all drugs um, up until a certain point, like we had talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Wait, <clears throat> they didn't decriminalize all drugs. No, they yes, didn't. they did. Really? In Washington, mm-hmm. all Schedule One, something like that, drugs are decriminalized. And what does Schedule One mean? Like everything: heroin, hard. meth, cocaine, crack. Huh. So it's and not, you're and you're against that, uh, not necessarily. Okay, I I don't like to be the kind of person, and I think Malia too. Um, I we're not the kind of people that just like a law passes and then we're like, oh my gosh, I don't agree with that law. Like we need to flee this area. <laughs> I think it's more so because of the consequences of the law. And then seeing that play out, like, actually. Well, and it wasn't just that law. No, so there's a bunch more right. that gets tacked onto that. But the homelessness paired with the decriminalization of drugs made my job at, with the state a lot more dangerous as well as, like, more difficult. And then it just makes a less safe community. And the law enforcement reform or whatever they went through recently. So then there was the next one. That was in addition to that. Is if all that's going to happen is you're going to get a ticket or just dropped off on the doorstep of like a safe house um, after getting caught with meth in your pocket, then... So that law passed, which I think affected the community of like this area pretty heavily negatively, especially Portland. Then you have the, the law of the, like the police, the policing laws that had Mm -hmm. passed where police can no longer chase and they can no longer, um, they have to have probable cause for everything, probable cause for everything. It's illegal for them to be at a location unless, um, someone, Unless there's a threat to someone or themselves. And, like, so those two also paired together made it, in our eyes, like, a much less safe place to be. Like, if um, there was this work story. I don't know if I told it here on the podcast. But this guy, he had been threatening um, me and Nate work together for when at the state yeah you've been threatening me and nate for a while saying like i'm gonna kill your whole family i'm gonna kill you bazooka like bazookas and (laughs) and like missiles and i'm gonna like slit your wrists and cut your throat like like the whole nine yards great guy um and i don't think friends now yeah facebook (laughs) i don't think he ever got physical with us but um i feel like nate would have messed him up we We continuously called state patrol on this guy. Like, he needs to be removed from this public place. Um, and the police kept showing up. Like, we can't do anything. We didn't see it happen. We mm-hmm. were not at the scene of the crime. It's actually illegal for us to be here right now because no crime is being committed. Um, but it's public property. Right, but that's the new policing laws. What? Is if the police are not there during the crime being committed, then it's illegal for them to be here, be there unless somebody is imminent danger to themselves or other people around them. But it's public property, right? That would mean they can't be anywhere. 
You're yeah. nodding your head. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which is the logic behind this bullshit. Um, and so what? when the police finally came, heard the guy, saw the guy, um, not only trespassing and vandalizing, but also telling people that he was going to kill them and they threatened the officers. So now the officers can take him to jail cause he's threatening the police officer. Um, they searched his bag. They had probable cause to search his bag. They searched his bag and pulled up tons and tons of meth and cocaine and they had pipes and all that stuff and they just put it back into his bag. Those are his belongings. Hmm. Like, yeah, which is crazy ridiculous. because if it weren't for him threatening the police officers, that man wouldn't have gone to jail that night Hmm. because the police officers didn't hear him threatening people until they showed up. Yeah. Um, so anyways, but so if I could ahead. jump back to the decriminalization, is it just like, is it just possession or is it just use? Like, it's, is it, is it still illegal to distribute those things? Yes. Yeah. With so, intent to sell. So it's, yeah, it's possession with it up to a certain uh, limit. Right. Just like marijuana has been. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, paraphernalia, nothing they can fucking do about it. Uh, like like pipes or yes because it used to be i believe if you had paraphernalia you could get a misdemeanor charge for having drug paraphernalia i'm pretty sure not 100 not i'd have to look it up right but um because typically you could um certain levels of misdemeanors you could go to jail for um others you'd get like a ticket for basically which with a misdemeanor charge Hmm. um but then yeah if he had like 25 little baggies of meth in his um in his bag and a scale and some other like extra baggies you know <laughs> yep. like Looks that's like he's gonna sell it 100 percent intent to sell so then they could take him in just for that mm-hmm. right but they'd have to get probable cause before that to search his bag which i already had but mm-hmm. it's all it, but like, if it's already decriminalized why would you have in why would you search right. him you're only searing him because he said he wanted to kill people. So right. make sure. Well, he have okay. Any well, we need to make sure he doesn't have a, or, yeah, yeah. a okay. weapon on him. Yeah. So it just a, it's a, it makes a cop's job ten times harder because mm-hmm. he's got to jump through all these different hoops. He's got to be that much more careful. Now, well, everyone can agree that this guy is a safety danger. Oh, 100 percent. But 100. But. It's not that we can't prove it because everybody is clear to the eye that this guy wants to hurt other people. Or at he's least been, says he wants to. Yes, mm-hmm. or says he wants to. He's been, you know, yelling at people. He's been uh, doing everything within his legal rights right. other than threatening people's lives. But And so, like, I don't know, back in the day... If he wasn't threatening people's lives, he was acting er- like super like erratic or, you know, acting like somebody that is high on drugs that like doesn't have it all there. Usually police could go, all right, so he's either going to injure himself or maybe someone else here. We're not sure, but because of the way he's acting, we can assume that he's on drugs. Let's check him. They check him. They see that he has drugs. They go, ooh, this is this is a big deal. He's got drugs on him. Let's take him to jail. Because either he has drugs on him 
or because he could hurt himself or hurt others. You could go whichever way you want with the policy. Um, but isn't it easy to tell he's on drugs? Not necessarily. No? Not, no, because if not you talk entirely. About, I mean, because you think about how many homeless people that you've seen that are walking down the road talking to themselves. A little bit crazy, right? Yeah, that's fair. Are they on meth or are they schizophrenic? Well, I, I don't know. I don't know the difference. it could you know. just be the result of a lot of meth. Right. Oh, like, 100%. Like not yeah, being yeah. on right now, but yeah. having had it so much back then. Right. Oh, for sure. And the, and that's the thing. It's like, unless you're a DRE, which is a drug recognition expert, yeah. that are uh, literally point. physically trained. Like, I, I when I was uh, um, doing all my law enforcement stuff, um, we had this guy, really interesting guy, um, worked at a local agency. He came in about five foot four, five six, bald, maybe 150 pounds, like small, small dude. And he walks in and he gets to the front of the class. He starts making his presentation. Then he starts calling people out. Yeah. He's like, all right, you, you tap your foot 110 beats a minute. You, you itch your eye when I start talking about weed or like just shit like that. Like just completely abnormal. Like, like you don't want to play poker against this. Oh, a hundred percent dude. Like this guy, (laughs) this guy knows like natural tendencies of an individual and he can, and he can point you out like. How much ibuprofen did you have this morning? What? Like just shit like that, right? He's like, oh, I had four because I was sore from football. Like, Dang. like insane, right? But it's all like that's what this person is trained to yeah. do. Years so, in schooling, <laughs> right? And and so that guy is in under law an right. expert, right? Yeah. So his testimony in court saying that this guy um, had all these, you know, A, B, and C reasons on why. We were under, you know, why we thought that he was on drugs because A, B, C, and D. I have been trained to be able to acknowledge that these are tendencies known with meth use, whatever, right? Because you're not going to know that this guy's high as shit until mm-hmm. you take a blood test or whatever, right? You're not going to do that in the field. You're going to take him back to jail and right. put him in a detox room and then send him on his way the next day, right, for public intoxication or whatever. But that's an asset out in the field, where that guy is an expert and can make that call where you're running the middle state trooper or whatever. And he's going to, I mean, he's going to know generally, but he's not an expert on it. Yeah. Right. Well, and the issue at that location was, wasn't the fact that he was doing drugs. I'm not sure if that's an issue. I mean, not to you and, and Malia. Right. Which is, it, which is where we're trying to redirect the conversation. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I don't, well, I mean, Yes. So the issue was not necessarily him doing drugs. It was him threatening the lives of me, himself, and the public. Yeah. But because... Shout out. And because of the laws that have been passed for homelessness, decriminalization of drugs, and the policing law here in Washington State made it hard to remove this person from this area where he could danger himself others or me and so that and all of those passed really close together i want to say within the same month Mm -hmm. um and so i think that's why august was like when we really sat down like you were saying and got Mm -hmm. serious about it um because that's when like the whole looking for jobs down in another state was going on yeah yeah um Mm -hmm. There were some other things like Malia just likes to be in a warmer area. Um, 
Washington was pro- was passing some like pretty um, liberal COVID stuff, like COVID laws. Um, you know, we've the even the whole United States is starting to go towards a COVID passport or a vaccine passport. They're starting to go towards vaccinations for all state workers or healthcare workers or babies babies or teenagers now and we've got you know how many different variants that may or may not be around but we're just going to get stuck in this loop of like we find this new variant we try to figure out how to fight the variant so then we put on masks and get vaccinated only to find a new variant and it's like okay well are we going to get stuck in this cycle um and then Nate and I've got some people that we know that are up in Olympia and kind of are under the understanding that Jay Inslee isn't really making decisions along with the rest of his like team. Um, he's kind of just like, oh, I feel like doing this today. And hmm. so he kind of does it without putting a whole lot of thought into it or like discussing it with, you know, his advisors or anything like that. Um, so that's kind of a big red flag. Um, and then kind of just looking for more opportunity. I think when I first started with the state, I had the impression that there was a lot of opportunity there. Um, and it turned out that there wasn't as much as I had thought, um, as well as not as much money as I thought. I thought that I could kind of climb up the ranks and be a little bit more secure in my money. And like, it wasn't as much as I thought it would be. Um, I feel like there's a few other reasons, but at some point we decided, okay, well, it might be time to move before, before things get like worse. Kind of the idea of like all of the Californians fleeing to Texas, like and they, all the Texans being upset about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I'm sure that like, financial gain wasn't the only reason that Californians were moving to Texas. I think it was a big factor because California passed this huge law. And that's something that Malia and I even considers like Oregon follows California and Washington follows Oregon. So if California wants to throw out these big taxes, nobody likes paying taxes. Are you kidding me? Name one person that likes paying taxes. (laughs) And then Oregon's going to follow in suit. And then Washington's going to be just closely behind. Um, And so that was kind of the idea is like, okay, what about Texas? Texas is a pretty like, hey, just leave me alone state. Um, For the most part. How do children play a factor into it? Um, Because I know that Malia is much more in favor of having kids right now than you are. Yeah, definitely. And you have, you know a rap sheet list of things that need to happen before kids. Yeah. Um, and from what I remember is you said, bottom line, I'm not raising kids in Washington. Yeah. I, and I think I still stand pretty true to that. I'm not sure. Hmm. Uh, cause I do believe things could change. Like, I mean, it's kind of a long shot, but imagine like Kate Brown is on her final term. Imagine if a Supposedly. Republican, Imagine if a Republican gets into Oregon. Like, you just changed the entire dynamic of the United States. Hmm. Um, 
And so with the policing laws that had just like started, like I think now from then, uh, a lot of shootings been happening in Vancouver. Uh, we've been seeing a lot of more, a lot more crime. Um, something that I've been evaluating as well as I think we talked about this on one of the episodes, um, like public school versus private school, like private schools looking to be the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with like all this distance learning stuff and some of the new cur- curriculum that they want to teach kids of like, you can choose your gender, but you don't even know what your favorite color is yet. You know, um, before we can spell boy, you're going to decide if you are one. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and so you, we're starting to like move, which is your foot warm, by the way. It's kind of warm <laughs> okay. I'm using a makeshift sock, which I don't know where I stand on like, like if you Kai, this would be very hard, but if you came up to me and you're like, Hey, I don't want you to call me Kai anymore. I want you to call me Rex. I don't know. It's not the name I would say. (laughs) No, I know. And I don't know if I would have an issue with that necessarily. I think I'd be like kind of weirded out, maybe question a few things, but if you were adamant on me calling you Rex, I'm sure I could figure it out. Yeah. If you, you know, took the steps to correct me and, hey, it's Rex. Remember, just mm-hmm. friend Ch- reminder. Changing names is used to be a much more common thing. Mm-hmm. And with government tracking, it's become less common because it's become more difficult. Right. But And so yeah. I think when that translates into the school system, I don't know where I stand on it, but I don't. I know that I don't like those choices or options being provided before other options and choices that make more sense. I use the favorite color example. Why would my child choose their gender before choosing their favorite color? Yeah. Like that. Like plus gender you as a parent have no say in it. Right. And gender is such a like large idea that I don't think I grasp until until college, mm-hmm. until I was an adult, of like you don't what, mean college. Come on, uh, right? Usually, like sixteen is when it the, is the, the full, legal age. Right, the full <laughs> encompassing idea of what gender and sexuality and like all of these things are, mm-hmm. you know. But that just goes to show, like, yeah, you probably knew you were a dude, right? But to have a full understanding of what the repercussions are of choosing right a gender right right you probably didn't understand until mm. then right and it's let me um kind of parlay this into the whole neil thing like <laughs> it, you know parlay means yes okay i'm gonna just roll with it <laughs> um <laughs> like the whole neil thing like mm-hmm. i don't think i understood when when i was like oh this is a fun nickname thing that i'm going by i did not understand the weight of what was going on there huh. yeah. behind the scenes until i got older and was able to think with my brain and go yeah. oh this isn't this is not a good idea i didn't know at the time i didn't know why i didn't like it or why it didn't make sense but now, as an adult and having a little bit more brain power behind me, I understand you have why. the awareness to see yeah, to yeah. say this is how it affected me. Right, right. Yeah. 
and so that's that's moving back to kids that's kind of something that i've thought about of like okay i don't know if this public school system is Mm -hmm. going to be the right fit in the policy that they're pushing so aggressively i haven't decided if i agree or disagree with the policy um it's just i disagree with this policy at this stage of what when they're doing it you know um so with that happening and then all the crime i was like i don't know if i can comfortably say like yeah i'm ready to raise kids here yeah um and so then we started looking around that's when i started interviewing for some jobs i interviewed in a lot of places in texas at some advertising agencies because that's what i went to school for mm-hmm. um some construction spots um because that's what i had experience in um and i was making it to the final rounds at some of these places but some public work stuff too yeah public work stuff mm-hmm. um they just weren't offering me the money that i wanted and the opportunity that i wanted there were a lot of things that just weren't lining up correctly um like i didn't have a place to stay and you look at like texas like if it's true that a hundred thousand people are moving to texas every month there's no way that it makes sense to go there uh, especially if a whoa, lot of them whoa, are coming whoa. from california <laughs> whoa, whoa i think it makes total sense because you're like, and I have every reason to keep you just here. Well, houses <laughs> but, are more expensive there uh, in Austin and in Dallas than they are here. That's fine. And the wages are probably lower. And the wages are lower. But more people means the the industry is going to get better. It's going to boom. Yes, but will here's the thing that I tossed around: Will Texas become the new L.A.? Uh, it depends on where. Because Texas is huge. Because Austin and Dallas are looking like L.A. right now. Because we talked about this when we were kind of talking about your job changes and kind of what you guys were looking for is like, okay, if there's that many people moving, what happens to Texas in five years? Is Texas the new California? Right. Is Texas Texas going left? Here's the thing is – a lot of Republicans like to say, like, oh, that'll never happen, or the government can't do that, or... It's population-based. Like, like, justice will be served. It's like, the government's doing it. Right. The it, justice isn't being served, however you define justice, and it being served, and then, like, it, it could happen. Like, I, I feel like that's a very Republican thing to say, is like, oh, that could never happen. Like, they'll never take my guns. It's like... Well, a lot of they may not take your a lot of people also said Biden would be president, but here we are. <laughs> right, and they said that about Trump. They exactly. may not take your guns, but they're gonna <laughs> restrict try. them. Yeah, and yeah. they're gonna do their best to try. And so that's that's kind of the comparison I make is like I made the argument like, okay, well, what if Texas becomes the new L.A. or Texas goes blue? Austin and Dallas are already blue, and that's a big area. Yeah. It doesn't outrule Texas now. Five years from now, will it? Who knows? Maybe it's spread. And so a lot of Republicans would say, oh, that'll never happen. It's like, oh, never say Don't never, say man. Never, yeah. Like, you might need to look for a new place to flee. Oklahoma, Montana. Ohio. Like, if you really are dead set on your Texas rights, like, you better start thinking. 
And so that's where that's where my head was going. What were you gonna say, Kai? Um, all the people leaving California are leaving because they don't like it. That's true, but my theory is they take when you go somewhere, you take some sort of a bias, whether it's conscious or subconscious, with you. Yeah. And so we've seen this with like the whole abortion thing mm. that happened in Texas recently. Um, You'll have to fill me in. They, I forget. They were up for voting for some abortion law or the governor just decided to sign a, like a decree or something saying uh, abortion is illegal in Texas. And then there was just a huge like... It was a big ordeal. It was a big ordeal. Like riots and like yeah. mass media coverage. Oh. And I feel like a few years ago, that's not how Texas would be. I feel like there wouldn't be, there would be an uprising, but I don't think it would be that big of an uprising. And so that's kind of where I go. Do you remember the Kavanaugh riots? Yes. I was in DC and none of those reports were accurate. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, the media (laughs) blows that out of proportion for sure. And I wore a Trump hat through a riot (laughs) and no one said anything to me. Wow. (laughs) Like it, it, it really wasn't. And, and I'm, the BLM riots in Portland were kind of legit. Yeah. But... I would say there, I, I went down. Oh, that's a story for another time. Yeah. I went and saw those. I yeah. got deep into it. Uh, but I, I'm just, I'm not sure if it was accurately represented what the uprising looked like in Texas. Right. And Texas is again, just <clears throat> such a huge state. It's true. That there's going to be a higher amount of it. Right. It's, I think what it is, is it's the idea of it even existing in Texas. I don't want to be in that at all. Like the fact that it's happening in tech, like I'd rather, much rather be somewhere where it's just out, just not there. But you're talking Almost about non-existent. the two biggest cities in Texas. <laughs> That's true. Well, like, but you, I, the here's the other thing is I'm any not. Any state is that way. It's but true. is the is the population of Texas and I don't know the answer to this. I don't either. Is the population of Texas made up primarily of those two cities? No, I don't think so. I'm sure. I, yeah, because I, I don't think so. Houston and yeah, Livingston. because you have all yeah. these smaller cities that are very rural and yeah. very yeah, yeah. very Republican. Um, so I mean, it makes sense why it'll probably take a while for them to swing left, but That's, I I think. I don't know if they would swing left. I think before we see that, obviously, it would be like a... I think they would secede first. Not if all these people are going. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't take that many signatures. Uh, but there's a, I think there's a higher chance for Washington to take back its laws than for... for what did you mean by turning into the new L.A.? That that reference went right over my head. Um, it's super expensive to live there. Um, oh. a lot of activist, uh, commu- not necessarily groups or communities, but just like a lot of people with activist mindsets are moving there. Um, I mean, you've seen like a lot of comedians and actors move there to pursue their dreams and get tax cuts but in doing so they're taking a lot of their 
uh, left ideas with them. Um, Joe Rogan is a great example. Um, Joe Rogan's left. Yeah, he he is left. He 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 said he would vote for Bernie in a heartbeat. So Joe Rogan. Mm hmm. Wow, that's surprising. Yeah. Um, he likes free shit, probably. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> um, I don't know where Elon Musk lands, but he just moved his whole entire Tesla operation to to Texas. I think you could make the claim that electric vehicles is kind of a left idea. I don't know if. The man would be left himself. But I can't see someone that. as rich as he is isn't a left idea. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um. Does that kind of give you a, a better look of what LA means? I guess it's just super expensive. All the famous people are moving there. They're taking mm-hmm. their ideas with them. Mm-hmm. Um, people are building their movies and corporations out there. Um, and there's plenty of space to do it, like you've said. Yeah. But. I mean, I don't know, 100,000 people a month. I just don't think that's something you should worry about. I don't know. 100,000 a month sounds overinflated. So so here's another idea that I've been throwing around. Yeah. There's much prettier places to live. Montana is a great example. Okay. I Not warm. (laughs) That's true. Not warm. Malia wants warm, but I want like northwest vibe i want to see trees yeah i don't want to go to texas and not be able to see trees well i mean the town i just came back from there's forests and trees driving past and yeah it's very that's the thing like you get down there into texas and louisiana and like that area it's like it's a different type of trees for Mm -hmm. sure but like Louisiana's swampy bayou right, type shit. Right. And like texas has some of that for sure and like it's it's like it's like oregon there's Foresty areas and there's right sandy right. deserty areas. Mm-hmm. Well, Washington's the same way. Eastern yeah. Washington is yeah. The, very... the Great Plateau on on oh, Washington sure. is a very yeah. unique area. Yeah, it's kind of just like a, a pick your state and hope for the best kind of thing, or deal with what comes with it. Like mm-hmm. you think about like up here, like everybody's living in this like homelessness crisis. Whereas, like, if you go down into Texas, like Southern Texas, now you're talking. Now the big news is the border crisis, you know. Right. right. And so, and then if you were to go like north into, I don't know, I don't know what man Montana's issue, but they're gonna have a different issue. You talk about you go to California, and they're obviously all talking about the taxing laws. They don't like that. They don't like the stand at home orders by Gavin Newsom. They're not liking that. And so you kind of just like look at every state and you're like, okay, well, what can I take and what can I not? Um, I'm not, I'm open to Texas at the moment, not necessarily landing there. I was telling Kai this the other day. I don't know when I'll move, but I'm, sh- I, I'm pretty sure it'll happen at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't know when, I don't know where. I could be wrong about that. But and I have I think like in my opinion I have a very different outlook on this than you do, as far as like do I agree with everything going on in Washington? Fuck no, but like until Washington gets to a point where it's like California tax bullshit and like they're controlling mm-hmm. everybody as right. individuals, you can avoid 
95% of the problems that we have brought up. Right. And to, and to me, I'm like, look where I live. Right. And that's like, something, that's something that our conversation Malia and I has kind of gone towards is like, this is where I'm starting to see, <clears throat> excuse me, our age gap kind of play a bigger role is like, hmm. she is very like, Hey, like let's, start a family or like get that ball rolling and i'm very much like hold on i'm like just starting my career Mm -hmm. like i get that that's what i promised and i'll like that will happen one day but also like you want to be established right we we need to be established which i think goes back to like i don't know if washington's it like i there's no way i can keep up with the housing market at the moment no, definitely. And I don't know if I want to wait till it crashes either. Yeah. But I mean, thing is, so well, is every other millennial or anyone even remotely close to our age. Right. You know. Right. It's like there's like in real estate people are talking about like rentals and townhomes and affordable options for people that are probably never going to be able to buy a house. Yeah. Like those kind of topics and conversations come up in the real estate and development world like more than you'd think, right? Like developing entire, you know, communities around this different demographic of people that, you know, low income housing or smaller loft style apartments or, you know, these different apartment styles and all this different stuff that's, that's, you know, because a lot of people don't foresee and studies are showing that most millennials don't even want to buy a house. For yeah, whatever which reason, is crazy. Mainly because they can't fucking afford it. Working well, they Dutch don't want bros. that responsibility either. Oh, one hundred. You want to go home and mow your grass? Yeah, it's like no. I'm a freak apparently because I have a house. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, right? You just you talk to people and it's not even on their radar. Are you a millennial? Technically, yes. Okay, we're not. Oh, you guys are Gen. Well, we, whatever. okay. He, here's what I tell people: we fit in this weird category where. Uh, computers existed our entire lives, but our parents still made us go outside. And cell phones didn't exist our entire and lives. And cell phones did right. not exist. Like, right. I remember calling yeah. the house phone yep. to get yep. a For hold sure. of my friends. Mm-hmm. However, my our brothers, I don't know if they remember a time like that. Probably not. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> right. But it's, it's just very different, right? Um, and I mean, the amount of apartments and townhomes and like, just like, think about Southwest Washington. Right. Dumb. How many general subdivisions do you see going up? Are we in Southwest Washington? Yes. Clark okay. County is Southwest Washington. Okay. Do you mean like in construction? Like individual lots is what I'm talking about. Yes. In construction. There's a ton. <clears throat> Especially in the But suburbs. are they just individual homes? Uh, Depends on the neighborhood. Suburbs, right, seem more individual homes for sure. Other places are like duplexes. The closer mm-hmm. you get into the city, and then mm-hmm. it's like apartments. Right, that's it. And if you drive by those signs, what are they saying that they're starting out as uh, price wise? I don't know, five hundred thousands yeah. or four hundred thousands. Now there's to, not many to buy people an to buy a house. To buy a house. To buy, a house. To buy an individual three house. bed, two bath. Where huh. an apartment or a duplex or something like that, smaller townhome it's going to be a lot cheaper and you're probably going to rent it. So like, like for example, basically people have to be bringing in roughly 5k back, back when I got approved. Um, 
for around a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar mortgage, you needed to be be bringing in about five grand a month. Is what I was told. Yeah, I don't I don't bring in five grand a month. Right, <laughs> but now I know several people that don't bring in five grand a month that have been approved for like four hundred fifty thousand. I'm like. Hmm. What the hell? Like, granted, interest rates changed a lot, mm-hmm. but that's a big swing. So people are getting approved for this this amount of money. Right. That's like asinine. Like we talked about your payment, what you would have paid if you would have bought that house. Yeah, it's insane. It's like, there's it's like no way over I a think, grand more than I pay. Yeah, it's like, there's no you know. Way I could, I could <clears throat> swing this, but it would not be happy. And and Malia was losing her job. Like that week. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That that too. Let me tell y'all about Ma Energy. If you haven't jumped onto the superfuel train, there's no better place to start than Ma Energy. It's specifically formulated to give gamers an edge over the competition. Their energy and focus blend gives you a sugar-free, no-crash energy boost, sharpening your perception and accelerating your reactions. I just spent $100 on this stuff because its pricing is so good and comparable to most energy fuel for gamers. There's so much energy that one small package is worth $150 of Red Bull, but it's better for you and more effective. The rewards program is easy to use, getting points for following on socials, but also for each dollar you spend. With it, you can get discounts on flavors or even a free shaker for your drinking ease. They also sell blue light glasses if you want to take better care of your gaming habits. For it to work, you need to click on the link in our description so you can use discount code MA10 and get 10% off at checkout. If you want to get 10% off, be sure to click on the link in our description and use discount code MA10. I think ultimately it just comes down to like what what makes sense uh-huh. as far as... Like we could sit here all day and Malia and I have like just sat there all day like kind of going back and forth of like... Arizona, New Mexico, like Montana, Idaho. It's like, well, I've got family on the East Coast and she's got family on the East. It's like (laughs) you can play that game all day, but until it makes sense, like we aren't going anywhere. And so while we start for it to make sense, like I'm working on my career, like I feel like she's just starting her career too. She's doing something she likes to do. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 at the time, I don't, I think it felt right to move. And then now looking at it, I'm, I've kind of started to back away from that idea, but I know that she hasn't. And I know family members that are on the same, in the same boat. Like it feels like her parents and my parents, believe it or not, are kind of just waiting around to like see what we're gonna do. Huh. And uh, they'll follow you probably. Yeah. Dang. Um which is pretty cool to know like that if we were to move, I don't think we would be doing it alone. Yeah. Um and then that and that they are in this like similar boat of like I don't know, like this isn't this isn't what we moved into, you know? Like, Battleground used to be a nice, quiet little town and, like, a pretty conservative little town where people were, like, the things that get my mom and dad hyped up are, like, good school laws. Like, when the Battleground School District, you know, gets 
funding for the right things that they believe in, they're hyped about it, you know? And I don't know, that might be a little bit of the simple life, but that's also how they are. That's kind of what I think we're all looking for of like, it used to be super simple and now it's in Washington state. It's not. Well, and like we've even talked about like traveling over to Eastern Oregon, like, like this would be awesome to live in a place like this, but there's no work. There's no money. Right. You know, yeah. like, there's no opportunity. Like, I love small town vibes. Love it. Like yeah. grew up over in Eastern Oregon a lot. Like every summer I had family over there, still have family over there. I would love to live somewhere like that. But you think about it realistically, dude, that's retirement. Like that's yeah. not right. You know, cause it's like an area like this is booming with opportunity. You know, it's like, look at where you're at now. Could you have even come close to that in a small town like LeGrand or Bend? Oh, no. Like, there's no way, right? Like, yeah, Bend is growing like crazy, but LeGrand isn't. Like, you know, you got small town vibes like that. They're not growing. Some of them are, but, you know, they're it's it's way slower than like a Clark County or something, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it helps where technically part well of it's like what are you growing area? into like here we have it really we really really good we've got tech we've got mm-hmm. our ports we've got the mountain we've got mm-hmm. the dry land like you were saying like it's right. all there it's, yeah you want to yeah. drive an hour to the mountain two hours to the beach right you know another thing uh an amazon building was going to be being built mm-hmm. in vancouver <laughs> they pulled funding on it but it like they broke ground on it. Right. Like they broke ground and were moving dirt to build an Amazon building in Vancouver. Wow. And I didn't even know that. They pulled the plug on it, but I'm sure in the next three years it'll be here. You know? Yeah. And I think a lot of that had to do with um back ordered of materials. Um a lot of big concrete tilt buildings are having issues getting um roof support basically. It's like they're a year out. So why would you why would you pay multi you know millions of dollars to build a site, and then not have a fucking roof? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it doesn't make right. sense, right? Right. But it's like if that wasn't the case, that would probably be going in right now, which is insane. Like Vancouver, Washington, having an Amazon building. Yeah. You would have thought about it five years ago. There'd been no fucking way. Right. Now there's like two or three of them going on in Portland. Mm-hmm. It's wild. We've talked a lot about. I, th- I feel like we have comprehensively completed what happened with you moving but what's the future looking like because you talked a little bit you know you're not against it but not in favor malia's in favor wanting it yeah i don't know i'm just looking for good opportunities Uh like if the money's there and the opportunity's there and it's like if i can get a house like that's a i feel like that's a pretty big like game changer like that's a pretty like good go ahead like here i'm not getting a house i'm getting beat out seventy five thousand dollars on every house i ask for you know 75 might be shooting a bit high let me go down to 50 (laughs) my bad you know 50,000 over yeah fifty (laughs) thousand cash over asking price i'm getting beat out every time what what difference is that uh, per month, just because I'm curious. Um, um, you're probably anywhere from what is it? What do they say? A hundred, hundred bucks or 120 bucks per ten thousand. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're probably a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. Which um, sometimes you can swing that, but is it worth paying fifty thousand dollars over axe? Yeah, but price? if you're in the bottom end of your budget. And mostly right now, everything's going to be on the higher end of your budget because right. of how everything's going. Right. You're not going to find something that's right in your fucking budget unless your budget's 750 grand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, realistically, mm-hmm. it's fucking expensive. Right. Uh, what was your question, Kai? Um, not so much a question. Oh, house. House would be game changer. I think that right. would influence a move heavily. Um, family willing, family and friends willing to follow. I made a deal with one of my buddies. I go, if I get a job in Texas, you have to apply to the police department in Texas. Whoa. And he <laughs> said he would do it. Do I know this buddy? You do. Yeah, no way. It yeah. It'd be so cool if he went. Um, he wouldn't. I mean, I would. I feel like I <laughs> could speak sad, pretty but... confidently in saying yeah. I think I could convince Kai to move Depends. alongside. I mean, um, look, I've got, I've got heavy roots here, but... I don't know about JB. Um, I don't know. JB's pretty stubborn. I bet he'd he'd stay, get depressed, and then come. <laughs> See, I would go get depressed and come back. <laughs> um, I'm also a lot farther into my career than either of you are. It's true. And very established here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like if I could... Like, friends and family, that's pretty big. Um setting myself up for like rental properties. I've been doing a little bit of work in that, in that field. So, um, it's not easy. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It, it's gotta make sense. It's gotta like click and I, and I don't like know how to explain that other than like somebody experiencing that click before, mm-hmm. like the, the most, like the closest thing that I can explain that in my life is like when I knew I was going to get married, I knew I was going to get married. Like you, you, you've never been sure of something more. And it's, I feel like that's what I'm kind of looking for here is like, just try it out, throw out maybe a job offer over here in Arizona, maybe submit an application over here. In Montana, maybe spend a vacation in the Carolinas and see if, how that goes. Like, I don't know. Maybe keep up on the legislation, see what's going on in Oregon and Washington. Keeping options open. So. Well. What, I, are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Um, <laughs> I know you don't like to hear that. No, not really. I think it would be difficult to do the podcast well if you were to move away. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, But, I mean... Do you think that I could convince you to move somewhere? No. No? No. You cannot convince me of anything. Really? Because... Can I convince you your hair is black? Instead of brown? It's not black. <laughs> <laughs> Let me... Uh, that sounded very pompous. I did not mean to sound like that. No, that's fine. Um, what I mean is you can... You definitely have influence over me. Uh-huh. But in the end, it is my decision. Right. And you can... Uh, like, you convincing me would be 
Kai, I want you to do this. I'm like, yeah, okay. But, but you influencing me is, hey, Kai, like, I'm moving down there. Here's reasons I think you should too. If there was opportunity there, would you guys? That sounds a lot more like convincing, doesn't it? Move anywhere. (laughs) Like, what would dictate a move for you guys? Because JB, you said you're pretty established, so a fresh restart would be kind of hard. But Kai, if you're looking for like a small family construction business, it's going to pay you the same money you're making now. Does that influence your decision at all? Dude, I am right now in a city surrounded by friends everywhere. Yeah. Like people who genuinely care about me more than anything. Right. And like no matter, like I could yell at them and they'd still tell me they love me at the end of it and hug mm-hmm. me as I'm trying to run away. Right. But, and I find myself getting lonely here. Right. I cannot imagine how difficult it would be for me to be anywhere else. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't say no. Um, uh, I mean the opportunity, um, the opportunity would definitely have to be probably being able to rent my place out, but being able to afford to buy a house somewhere mm-hmm. else as well. Um, within that, um, like, I don't want to go somewhere and start over, right. you know, um, if it was a location where I could move, um, with the current company I'm, I'm at, um, which in the next five to 10 years could very possibly happen. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but at the same time, um, like my parents, I, my parents would probably freak a little bit. Um, (laughs) uh, like I, I sent my dad a house in Tennessee, um, badass shop house, like on 20 acres, 420 grand. Wow. It was insane, dude. I was like, Oh my gosh. Where in Tennessee? Uh, outside of Nashville, nice. so like right where I'd want to be. Yeah, right. Like, right. Um, I've never been to Nashville, but like it was in a rural area, like, and I just don't know like how my business and that kind of stuff is over there. Um, like something like that, if I could rent this out, because I mean I could rent this out for quite a bit of money, right? Um, and be totally fine with you know, um something like that over there but um the the biggest thing would be like where i'm at like as far as if i'm getting married or if i'm about to start a family and then move and my parents aren't around my you know their grandkids like that would be really hard on my parents too you know what did your dad say when you sent him that uh he's like that's a little too far away there bud (laughs) (laughs) so you know what i mean like right you know if it was idaho i could probably swing that you know because i mean they if they drive over in six, right. eight hours, you mm-hmm. know, um, that's probably a little bit more realistic. Um, and I'd probably definitely just have to drive over to Tennessee. <laughs> right. Yeah. Quick little, you know, what? 75 hour drive or something. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I definitely take that into consideration for sure. Like being away from family. Um, and it, it's a security blanket too, you know, right, like right. contacts are huge and like right. you go somewhere else in my industry. I have no contacts. Mm. I got to start over where I've built contacts since I was 16 here. You know, I have almost 10 years of contacts under my belt. Um, 
and you don't just get that overnight. Right. You know, you, right. Like you, those are all built relationships in some way, shape or form that I've had contact with these people that I could call up and ask for a question or, Hey, what would you do in this situation or whatever? And it's like over there, who the fuck do you call? Right. You know, you only have the people that you know in your company to work off of. So. Yeah, that's a good point. So you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, but everything, <laughs> like like Noah said, everything would have to click. It'd have to be right. Right, it has to be right. It has to be right. Which, I'm glad that we didn't, like, just go crazy and pull a trigger on the, on a move. Mm-hmm. Kind of how we were, like, based off of what we were feeling, that we, like, took some time to, like, For logically sure. think it through. Because I think there's a possibility of things to change here. Like, I like it here. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. Um... I definitely think if like someone like Arizona, my parents would probably follow me. Right. Like my parents have looked at houses down yeah. there. Yeah. Know? It's kind of looking like the, I don't know. It's on the table at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the first plate on the table. Um, the main dish. Yeah. It's kind of looking like the main <laughs> dish. There's not a whole lot of water. It's dry and hot as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, but houses are cheap and it's expanding and mm-hmm. there's opportunity there. I don't know how much, but you know, it's got to click. Yeah. Well, I don't have anything else. I don't either. I would have liked to affirm that the podcast wouldn't end with me moving. <laughs> oh, good. Good side means. note there. <laughs> <laughs> if that ever were to happen. No, we'd figure it out. Yeah, we'd figure it out. Make some good content out of it. We said it wouldn't end with COVID. That's true. Uh, and if we couldn't come back in person, things were looking difficult. Yeah. So all I'm saying is like doing it remotely brings the question of do we keep <coughs> doing it poorly or do we stop doing it well? Why not just fly you guys out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a crazy thing to say. but It is a crazy thing to say. You don't mean every week. No, of course not. Because, <laughs> I mean, especially if we did, like, a weekend, we get a shit ton of I mean, content think about it. If weekend. it's in Arizona, it's not an expensive flight if you plan it out. Mm-hmm. It's not that far away. Right. And so, you but, guys have money. I know you guys have money. <laughs> okay. Especially I'm... for me. I only work four days a week now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Long weekends. Yeah, it's not. I'll be. <laughs> it's not not doable to happen like twice a year, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, or me to come to y- you guys, or you know, if mm-hmm. Kai ends up moving to Texas or Medford <laughs> or wherever he goes all the time. Yeah, you know, it's not that unreasonable for me to fly to you guys, or we all unless meet we're up in three different places, then That's it might true. be difficult. That's where it gets a bit rough. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. You gotta like make pit stops, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we'll have to evaluate. <laughs> Caravan. <that>. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> speaking of location po- uh, podcasts, we gotta make that happen. Yeah. Our destination show. Oh yeah. Um, pick a weekend. Let's put it on the calendar. We should. We definitely should. And we gotta figure out what we want to do for that. If we want to do guests and shit. Yeah. Because then that, that's a whole busload of coordination. Anyways, <laughs> a whole busload. <laughs> That's all I got. Okay. I remember... I may or may not move. This hardly ties into what we're just talking about. I remember back in season one, Andre, myself, and you, uh, I think you had asked, like on the last episode of the first season, 
hey, where do you guys, how how long do you guys want to do this? Yeah. Andre was like, I, you know, like three or four years. <laughs> you lasted three or four seasons. <laughs> and then and then you were like, you know, five or ten years, but that's it. And then I'm I was like, for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. Where are you at? Um. And until it stops being fulfilling or or enjoyable which i don't see happening for a while okay i think i said that in season one because i was like i didn't realize we had the traction we did like that this is actually fun like traction in my life but also like traction in the audience's life Mm -hmm. this is fun like we're enjoying things and then um i think the guy that go that I went to that Andre and I went to high school with, like his their dad his dad dying, but like he did three shows with his dad. Right. Like that that changed my world <clears throat> of like I am selfishly preserving myself for others. But also I'm selfishly preserving my co hosts and their family and their friends for others. Mm-hmm. You know? Like yeah. Like, I've never had somebody close to me die, but, like, if I was to die right now, you've got a hundred plus episodes of me talking. So, sure, you're going to miss me, but you're going to have something to go along with that missing me. Yeah. You know, if you were to die right now, your family's going to be pretty sad, but they also have all of these episodes of Kai, you know? Okay. GB. <laughs> but yeah, a lifetime. That'd be that'd be cool. <laughs> as long as it remains fulfilling. That's a good answer. And as long as it's like listenable, you know? Like if it's bad. Oh, so no when you have dementia and well, like, we talk about the well, same like thing CDs, five times. CDs are no longer a thing. <laughs> he does CDs. that sometimes. Imagine if we burnt all of our audio onto CDs. That's crazy. Like 10 years ago. It's going to be like a microchip computer and yeah. it's the cloud won't exist. Right. Like We're what just going to upload it straight like into Like what happens brains? if Spotify goes out of business? Blockbuster uh, went oh out of business. Shit, we got to figure this out, guys. We need to have a team meeting <laughs> after oh this. We need a backup storage in calm, case Spotify goes calm down. down. <laughs> conspiracy, <laughs> conspiracy just on Spotify and the next media <laughs> driven cloud. Then they kick us out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is like, like Noah said, uh, when it's no longer fulfilling, um, when it's not, um, I guess at a point when it's no longer like creatively fulfilling, um, because like, to me, this is definitely one of my biggest creative outlets, um, in a space where I can let that creative side of mine out. Um, if that's no longer a space for that, then it doesn't really make sense to me. Right. Um, and ultimately that we still enjoy it, you know, like we still come together as a little community of us three. Right. And if that's no longer a a thing for whatever reason, right. Like when Kai gets married and lives in a basement and (laughs) nobody talks to him, you know, (laughs) that's basically me right now. Just not, (laughs) (laughs) um, but like that kind of stuff. I don't, you know, I mean, you guys are at my house, like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not. Right. You know, I'm not going to up and move to Antarctica and 
be the next next Elon Musk and never talk to my friends again. Not with um, that attitude. Exactly. I got a I got another idea to break off of this. Yeah. Go ahead. You didn't even I didn't get to answer. You already had your answer though, didn't you? Unless it's changed since since season one, since season one. <laughs> two years ago, yes, it's changed. Go ahead, Noah. go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, I, I'm gonna obviously the wanting it to be fulfilling is you know that's that's a great way to put it. Like I want to keep doing this as long as I want to keep doing this right. as long mm-hmm. as I enjoy doing it. Uh, that being said, I'm sure you guys know that this podcast is a burden on me sometimes right not like oh i have to edit episodes i don't care i love that no big deal but like my gosh it just is it's so heavy sometimes right and and i feel like i'm carrying like i feel like the rest of my life sometimes gets heavier because of this Mm -hmm. and i wouldn't be here if i didn't enjoy it i do enjoy it i do want to do this but in the same way that every now and then when i'm going to bed after like a real tough day or week or month or year, I'm like, wow, I'd be okay if I just stayed asleep. In the same way, sometimes I'll finish like a season of a podcast right. and be like, that was a great season. I'd be okay if it was the last one. Wow. And and I I do, I, obviously I'm here and I'm right. doing this. Right. And I'm in and I want to do it and I love doing it. I'll put my effort into it. But just want to manage y'all's expectations like sometimes it just gets really heavy and and you've you've seen my effort fluctuate throughout it yep and there's i can't say there has to be an end but sometimes i feel like there has to be an end eventually i'm sure there will be yeah so with that dark (laughs) sadness go ahead noah uh well, mine was a bit more lighthearted, but I feel like the darkness is <laughs> over. Well, it was great until I shared my part. <laughs> no, but that's real. Like that's right. That's good though. I gotta you know? be honest. Oh, right. for sure, for sure. Yeah, um, and I have not been doing this as long as you two have. It's true. Right. You know. So what? What about five months? What about going six. the opposite way in expansion? Could you guys ever? If TCC breaks off into a hole, could you ever manage a podcast under TCC Media on your own with your own team of people? What do you mean by manage? Us three are no longer doing a podcast together. Kai's doing his own podcast under TCC Media with two other people or three other people or maybe just by himself. Noah's doing it with his own team. JB's doing it with his own team. All under TCC. Yeah, I can do that. Probably. So it's more like media production. Yeah. It's, Only you know. Yeah, we have a few shows going on. Maybe a maybe like a certain niche thing where we're talking only conspiracy theory podcasts under I TCC you were media. Say only fans. Like, we could do an <laughs> only fans over here. We could do a knitting club. We could you know whatever we need to do. What I do you could, guys think of that? I could. I could wouldn't you do I it would. alone. I could. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, because I think it, I think that takes away from like this group, right? Like, yeah. right. there's a reason that all three of us come together every week, right? You know, it's like this is our time to hang out and chat. It's just like our our time to hang out with Andrew is online playing video games. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. if we don't have that space, like like you guys probably would hang out quite a bit. Well, Me and you would probably hang out not as often, but probably with noah right yeah just because we don't have that 
like built friendship before the podcast you know mm-hmm. um not or like commonality well right it's just how our relationship has always been exactly right like, we've always been close mm-hmm. but we've never we just don't have enough grounds i would say right. to get together you and i right for sure and that's not a bad thing like no, i have that no. relationship with several people and um, and, and i love you to death right and like, yeah you're, you're I see you every week. You're one of the closest <laughs> people in my life. Right. Flat out. But I feel like family. it takes away family. from, I feel like it would take away from the, um, us three as a group. Like, right. I, right. I don't, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. cause you, then it's, you, you it's independence, like, right? You feel like it wouldn't be, it's, it's like, it's like having sex with someone else. It's not as, not as good with the first, <laughs> like you've done it with Noah and I, and now you're going off with someone else, and it's not the same. You feel like you're. This is bad. I'm a virgin, so obviously this is a bad example. Um, <laughs> let me try to read. Um, I, I get what you're saying. No, 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 keep I going. Get, like, <laughs> stop, Noah. Like we really know how to make JB happy. <laughs> no, and but someone else just doesn't know how to teach how to touch we, him the same. You know, we all bring <laughs> something to the table. The right, three of us. Right. If we go into a group of three other people so now a group of four right okay and you have Quick two nuts. slackers and a guy that fucking is basically noah carrying this <laughs> <laughs> not fucking noah but basically <laughs> noah we have we each have a noah in our group of reincarnated yeah, 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 jb yeah. kai noah group yeah. right of this podcast that is carrying the podcast we have we have a kai <laughs> no offense Go for <laughs> who's, <it>. got, oh, <laughs> no. who's, who's got relationship nightmares that's but uh, that's up and down as far as thanks bud <laughs> in be, it right you gotta be careful he just said he wanted to leave the show after <laughs> season no, seven no I, and then, I didn't say season okay, seven and then I you have some and then you, you have last season a dallas andre <laughs> you want to call it last season <laughs> you have an andre dallas or jb that's just they show up they're there yeah. right and right. you don't know what right what input you're gonna get right, right? but you have three very different people coming together Plus, now you're a part of this. I don't want to fucking deal with three who fucking knows who's, right? <laughs> and put my energy into this other group that's probably going to make yeah. ass content. And I yeah, got to try yeah. to make good, right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, one huge reason this works is because Noah has a degree for advertising. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Because we you, don't have to fucking deal with it. Years. <laughs> he just does it. Right. You spent years analyzing what people want, how right. people want it. Yeah. And, and you and, don't have to try to teach us your degree. Right. Well, and that's one of the biggest things that make our podcast different from right. Growing Up Sucks or. Cheese. Yeah. Just call them out. <laughs> I, can, I can clip it if you want. That's fine. I, don't I mean, care. but like, unless, unless like us three were a team dealing with one other podcast. To grow that podcast, I feel like that would be enjoyable. But us each as individuals yeah. having our own podcast, I'm out. Like, no thanks, right? Yeah. But it's because we each bring something different to the table. Right. Where you've got all the experience in editing. Not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you've got the editing and, like, the the audio side of it and the... Um, That's it. No, like <laughs> you've got a you've got a way of like continuing conversation and like bouncing ideas through a conversation oh, okay. and tying everything in that I don't have. Okay. You know Thank you. where I have I'm just I literally just spitball off your guys' shit. That's all I <laughs> that's all I do, right? <laughs> Come up with a 
few creative ideas, and that's yeah, yeah. that's all I bring to the table. Design a hat. Exactly. Design a hat. <laughs> Take some cool hat. pictures every once in a while. <laughs> and then it's Noah with marketing and everything else. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm really just a third party in this. And well, I'm also, Meth Den. I mean, come on. Oh, I've right. also Location. been doing a better job at giving out you yeah. are delegating. tasks that's good. and delegating. That's good. good job. A I'm lot sure of your wife Actually, would agree. Malia has been doing a better job <laughs> at making Noah delegate. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly, exactly. I did write those things for you, by the way. What things? The the emails. Thank you. Yeah. That's a. I, I'm really glad we did that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then there's you know a bunch of Excel spreadsheets and all that good stuff that got made. But okay, good, good. Um, yeah. Ooh, podcast feature. I enjoy. I en- oh, I enjoy <laughs> doing the podcast. It's fun. As do I. I really enjoy it. Uh, one, but it it all started because we were all so close. Like there's, well, I think frankly, about like you you know you started it with your two closest people at the time, which is so weird because I think about like the things that you and I have in common, Kai. And this is just like my brain trying to wrap my head again around community. Mm-hmm. Like Dallas and I have probably the most commonality between all of my friends. Yeah, and for sure. We hang out almost never, and I probably, I feel like I have a few things in common with you, and we hang out pretty often, but me and Andre, we used to hang out every single day, and we had almost nothing in common except for we went to school together. The and past. you were neighbors. Yeah, and that we were neighbors, and so, and then even JB and I, like, we have a few common things also neighbors <laughs> also neighbors <clears throat> but it's such a weird like but we were always like uh common friends is what always brought us yeah. together right and that's what started basically our whole friendship right and that's you know? that's what's weird about starting the show is like we had all these stories that we knew we could tell but like we didn't because we ran into this season one we told all the stories and we looked around and went, <laughs> we're like all right, we have five more episodes this season. Yeah, like, what do we do? Now what do we do? Like, we don't have anything in common. Yeah, Like, so you funny. and Andre had only hung out a couple of times. Yeah. And we were just like, now we got to make this work. Well, a couple of times apart from you. Right. Because we... But even then, not a whole lot, right? Well, I mean, we like we like when you went to camp for the first time, we played league every day together. Oh, that's right. I, I would drive over, pick him up, go to Taco Bell at least once or twice that summer. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Even then. What a but, weird thing. But to with think about. you, we did a lot. Right. Because would, it would always be at your mom's house. Mm-hmm. I'd always come over. Andre'd always come over. Right. And Malia. It's true. Sometimes Dallas, if he was home. Yeah. Dang. But yeah, it, it like, uh, it's. I feel like you and I have had to kick and claw for our relationship to be maintained. Mm-hmm. Not because it's difficult by any means, but just because there's we've never lived close to each other. Right. And it's only because we've wanted to be close that we are close. Right, right. And that's what helps the podcast perpetuate. And like if, the, if and when the podcast does end, we'll have to set up a weekly thing. Because otherwise... Right. Otherwise, we just can't fully commit. Right. Otherwise, our relationship turns into me and Andre trying yeah. to schedule, which isn't a bad thing, but it's not what I desire. Right. Like, I would like to see Andre at yeah. least 
once a month and i can't even make that happen and and if you were to move out of state i love what you have what both of you have with uh the lagrande area is like mm-hmm. you'll tag team going and visiting each other right mm-hmm. so that's something i think we also would have to set up is like oh, for, like, oh, like for okay sure. this month we go vi- you and i together yeah. go visit <laughs> noah and then yeah. this month noah comes visited visits yeah. us right whether right. or not the podcast is involved right right yeah. Oh, it would for sure happen. Because you just have to make a conscious effort. I mean, because that's what... I mean, I didn't go see Andrew for five years, three, or like Noah. four years. Well, and I think the reason for you is not that you don't care about Andrew, but it's the fact, like, what does LeGrand have to offer? And then we showed up and we went, oh, this is what LeGrand has to offer. Like, I get why Noah goes here so often. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe I'm speaking out of... What does well, LeGrand I mean, have to offer? <laughs> I mean, uh, there was a lot of different factors in that, but, like... Me and Andrew, we were so tight because we were so close. Like, we were neighbors practically, right? And we grew up together, and, like, we just continued that. And then once he left, it was like um, I was in a long-term relationship and let that get in the way, and Mm -hmm. that's 100% my fault. But Andrew, being Andrew, like, he didn't care. He's like, oh, yeah, you want to come over with Noah? Have at it. Like, we'll happily, you know, we'll be happy to see you, right? He's married now. Right, like that, even more. <laughs> yeah, so to like speak it's to his character. it's just totally different dynamic, and like, um, but I was also working like sixty plus hour weeks, right. and like I wasn't right. gonna take time off of work to go drive to Legrand, you know, for a weekend, because it's like I didn't have any downtime, and the downtime I right. did have, right. I was trying to save relationships that I had been <laughs> fucking up because I was working 60 plus hours a week. Right. So like shit like that. It's just like it all stockpiles in different times of your life. right? Yeah. But yeah, it is a fun thing that we got going with Andrew that mm-hmm. only picked up recently. Right. To be honest. Right. Yeah. Cause it, what well, I mean, when did we go over there the first time? The two of us. Mm. I don't know, but it was only a year before that that I was like, okay, I'm coming to see you, and then yeah. you have to come to me next time. Because you get those friends, like, like I don't bullshit, man. Like, if I say, like, oh, you came to me, I'll come to you next time, yeah. I'm coming to you next time. Yeah. If you know it's real, if I go, let's put it in the calendar. I'm that guy. I'm <laughs> yeah. the I'm the let's put it in the calendar guy. Right. Because and I mean we I'm show in, up. I'm intentional about it, you know. And it's on Lydia's calendar, right? Andrew's wife. They're it's, the same uh, exact yeah. people. It's on like it's guys it's weekend. The, like, because you hear that with so many friends, cool. it's like, oh, let's let's do this. Like, let's go get hit another bucket of balls. Like in two weeks, and you're like, yeah, man, let's totally and do then, it. It never. And happens. then it never happens. Yeah. And it's like, well, it just wasn't intentional. Mm-hmm. Huh. Like either. The person asking wasn't mature enough to go, hey, like, let's make sure we lock this in. Or you aren't mature enough to, like, make sure or invested enough to make sure it happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what else? There's such a huge uh, pressure, not pressure necessarily, but society looks down on guys having guys' nights, especially when they're Or plans. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like yeah. oh, you have a cat. Like you actually keep a calendar. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Like just in general, right? It's just like oh yeah, let, hey, let's pick a weekend. Yeah. Like okay, like 
you want to write it you want to write it down like <laughs> what's are you okay like did your right. wife tell you to do that right like, you know just total bullshit like that <laughs> when it's really not the fucking case because if you don't write it down i'm not gonna remember you're not gonna remember sure as hell no you're not gonna remember right yeah, it's especially like especially if you're already at the bar drinking and that's when you're making those plans yeah. you know <laughs> and then it's like oh that was that was supposed to be this weekend oh shit i'm an hour you know four hours away yeah right you know right. oh i gotta work late whatever you know all right. Thank you for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. It was a bit of a longer one. Just thank you all for sticking through uh, and and keep pushing. Make plans with those you love, because if you don't, you won't. And we're going to make some plans with some more guests. Yes. yes. Andrew right. should be a guest when he comes down next. Yes. Yes. Au revoir. <laughs>